into the fellowship. I am Evangelist Andy, and I'm so excited to be here with each and every one of you. We gonna celebrate like it's a birthday because today is Pentecost. This is the day that God fulfilled his promise, the promise of the Father to send a comforter. Oh my God, who is the comforter? The Comforter is Holy Spirit. Listen, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So we're going to get the truth of the matter about his spirit. So we're going to talk about Holy Spirit coming out of the book of Acts because we need to know what happened after the resurrection. How did the disciples become the apostles and what happened to Judas and what happened? Did they replace them? How did they replace them? There's some facts that we need to get on the table. Today, I am tarrying for Holy Spirit to come upon me um, because there are assignments that I have to fulfill in this second half of the year that are going to require that I have more power. So I invite you all into my tarry. So if you have questions, there's something that you need, focus, drop your prayer request, however you are listening. And when I receive the notification, I will pray for you. I'm already praying for those that are to come. So you're already covered. If you even thinking about it, Lord Jesus, include them in my Terry, Lord Jesus. Because I know some of y'all are hearers, but you're not quite yet up to a doer. It's okay if you heard me and it activated something in you, God, include them in my tarot. So I am here today telling you for the Holy Spirit, doing prayer and supplication. I'm fasting as well as cleaning, you know, getting my house in order. I want my house to be right when Holy Spirit comes through. I want him to see that I appreciate and, 
still maintaining the thing that I prayed for that God gave me. So I want to show him at all times that I appreciate everything that he has done. I have a prayer request to praise report. So a couple of weeks ago, I received a call from a disciple and her prayer request wasn't for her. It was for someone that she knew. So she was asking me to pray for this young woman and her baby. She went into labor early, early now. And, you know, the doctors were talking, they doctor talk. But we know a doctor that declared by his stripes, we are healed. And so I added the mother and the baby on my prayer prayer list. And I received recently the report that the baby is out of ICU and breathing on their own. And we praise God and we're still petitioning that that baby will be released soon. And so we cover all our children, especially with the recent events that have popped off in America, the school shootings, the grocery store shootings, the uh, job shootings, the shootings that have sparked out. We are covering all of God's people that we are able to quench the fiery darts of the enemy with our faith. And so I've added America to my Terry. And if there's anyone or anything or any place that you want to add, of course, I'm covering y'all disciples. You in the fellowship, okay? All countries, cities, everyone is accounted for. You're in the Terry. But if there's someone specifically that you would like to add, please reach out to me. However you are listening, comment, DM, inbox, email. It's Evangelist Andy at gmail.com okay find me on facebook go to the facebook like page and get the information just inbox me when you receive the heart back that's how you know that the prayer has gone up i pray instantly as i receive it and then i pray collectively at certain hours for every prayer that i have received and the ones to come so listen i keep you full covered now y'all cover me in prayer as well amen all right fellowship I'm excited. We are celebrating our host. It's Pentecost. Some people don't know what Pentecost means. Listen, Pentecost is 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus. And so much popped off before they got to the upper room. And then what happened in the upper room? And then boom, what happened when Peter popped off with Pentecost? (laughs) Listen, so I'm going to take it section by section so that we get the fullness of the knowledge. We're going to dissect the text. We're going to dig deep. We're going to figure out how Pentecost applies now to our lives and when can we tap in and how do we activate our power. So enjoy yourself. Kick back and relax in the fellowship. Enjoy Pentecost in the fellowship. Ooh, we, I can't wait. This is about to be a major pop off. <laughs> Get ready, stay ready. We'll be back, y'all. Father, forgive us for our sins, word, thought, and deed. It's funny how we go round and round, back and forth. Our minds so willing. But this flesh we trip, stumble, and we fall in 
But who's the one still calling? Bible says they shall be saved. And that's when I knew, no matter what I do, you will come through for me. Swift, fast, and in a hurry. I love your spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for never leaving. Cause in my dark days, you were my light When I did wrong, you told me what was right I love your spirit, thank you Holy Spirit For never leaving Father God, forgive us all Everyone under the sound of my voice, we repent, Father, forgive us, redeem us, wash us clean, make us new, create in us a clean heart, and renew a right spirit in thee. Cause we need you every day of our lives to lead us and to guide Along the way, thank you, Holy Spirit, for never leaving me. Cause I can testify it could have been me, but God, it would have been me, but God. Listen, disciples, I want you to get connected and stay connected to the fellowship. Go to Facebook and like the Facebook page. It's Street Disciples with Evangelist Andy. Like the page, share it with somebody, and turn your notifications on. You'll get daily, weekly notifications of motivation, as well as know when the next episode drops. You'll be the first. (laughs) Also, once you like the page, you'll get an invite to the private group Street Disciples. It's here in the private group where Thirsty Thursdays goes down. If you've never been to a Thirsty Thursdays in the fellowship, I suggest you go to Facebook, like the Facebook page, turn your notifications on, and join the private group. Answer all the questions, even if your answer is, I don't know. Answer it, say something, and you'll get access to the private group. In the private group, I do lives whenever I feel like it. So just turn your notifications on. Get ready, stay ready, and I can't wait for you to be in the fellowship. Hey everybody, welcome back into the fellowship. I am still excited for us to look at Acts 1 and look at how to prepare for the promise of the Father. 
Many times as we're waiting for promises to be fulfilled, we grow impatient and hear the disciples show us how we should properly wait on the promises, the promises of the Father that he is going to fulfill because his word shall not return to him void. I know waiting can seem like torture. If you make it, okay? Listen, you can wait with a spirit of expectation, a spirit of excitement. It doesn't have to be a Debbie Downer experience, but you have the power to change your waiting experience. Whenever I go to the doctor, I always take me a book with me, something to entertain me while I wait. So I'm not just waiting there with my thoughts. I'm not waiting there listening to other people's problems. I'm just waiting and communing with the Lord. So while we are waiting and preparing for the promise, we must prepare properly because sometimes our attitude can actually delay the promise. If you're not even appreciative of the person who's going to fulfill the promise, then it ain't the promise not that important to you. You know what I'm saying? So we always want to acknowledge God and also want to thank him daily for the promise that he has fulfilled with Holy Spirit abiding within us. So here's a brief summary of what happened in Acts 1. So basically, Jesus resurrected and then he walked on the earth with the disciples for 40 days. 40 days he was still teaching the kingdom of God, still giving instructions and still leading the disciples. On the 40th day, Jesus says to them, okay, time's up, Uh, prepare for the promise of the Father. Jesus is implying about the promise who is Holy Spirit and he tells them I've told you about him before we know him as a comforter but now Jesus is also telling us another name for Holy Spirit is the promise of the Father so then they ask him you know that's all good and everything Jesus but is this the time where you restored the kingdom of Israel Jesus is telling them about spiritual things and they are worried about natural things. That's just like us disciples today. We are spiritual beings having a natural experience, but sometimes our faith is outweighed by the things that we see, our natural vision, our natural situation. And so Jesus does a Christly clap back the nice nasty way. He says it's not for you to know the times nor the season that the father has given himself power. Look, the question you ask him is way above your spiritual pay grade. It's not for us to know how God's going to do it. All we need to know is that God is going to do it. So then he gives them instructions that they are to go to Jerusalem and wait on the promise. He says that they'll receive power and then the Holy Spirit will come upon them. Okay, so they go to Jerusalem, which takes them seven days. So now it's day 47. They're in the upper room and they're tarrying and waiting for the promise. The way that they tarry and wait, they were all on one accord in unity. They were praying and doing supplication. Supplication could be praise and worship. It could be reading your Bible. It could be um, fasting. 
supplication, something else along with your prayer. And as they were doing that, then they were waiting with a purpose. They still had their minds stayed on the mission at hand. Jesus has ascended, but someone has to continue the mission and the ministry. And as we know, Judas has uh, died. He committed suicide. And so they needed to, to fill his spot. Anybody ever been a, a spot filler? <laughs> Many times in the beginning of my takeoff in my ministry, I was the spot filler. Somebody didn't show up to something and I was there. Or someone was on program and at the last minute life happened to them and I was there. I've been a spot filler. Listen, I don't mind being a ram in the bush. Okay. <laughs> so many of us have been spot fillers. And if you haven't experienced it, prepare for it to be on the way because somebody ain't going to do their job. And so you shall get the job. Listen, I don't care how the Lord bless me as long as he keep on blessing me. Do you hear me? <laughs> so after that, they're like, we got to replace Judas. So they made a criteria. The criteria was that you had to be a part of the ministry for the entire three and a half years. You had to have bore witness to the baptism of Jesus. Let me get some water while I tell you this. So you had to witness the baptism, be there for the entire ministry, and you had to witness the resurrection of Jesus, and you had to witness his ascension. You had to witness the full gospel of Jesus Christ in order to be elevated from disciple to apostle at that moment. So it was 120 people in the room. And so they had to review everyone. You know how that hiring process is. They say one person, uh, one position and 30,000 people apply. So now they have to go through everyone. It came down to a man named Joseph, Joseph and a man named Matthias. And then they prayed and asked God to tell them which one should be the one. And then they rolled the dice and Matthias was chosen. Listen, an elevation on the roll of a dice. Listen, that should preach to somebody. Somebody's going to take a chance on you, on your idea, on your business, on you in a relationship. Someone's going to roll the dice on you. And guess what? You're going to be a big, big winner. <laughs> Matthias was the big, big winner. And so will you. Someone will roll the dice on you. And when they gamble on you, it'll be a wise investment. I encourage each and every one of you to roll the dice on yourself. Invest in yourself. Invest time in yourself. Invest money in yourself. Whether it be saving for a trip that you know you need a vacation and you should stop taking staycations. Get up and go somewhere. Appreciate yourself. Roll the dice on yourself. And so that's what happened. And they were waiting for the promise. How does this whole synopsis even apply to us and what are we supposed to take from it first of all we need to listen to the word they listen for instructions from jesus 40 days after his resurrection they were still students of god we must remain teachable 
Do you hear me? I, even as the evangelist, as the visionary and leader of the fellowship, I remain teachable. Just the other day, uh, Sunday, yesterday, pastor was talking about tarrying. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to tarry. <laughs> I learned something and I put it into action. So all day today, I've been tarrying in my own way. And so I am awaiting and preparing for the promise of the father so we must always have an ear to hear shout out to the hearers for people perish for lack of knowledge but faith cometh by hearing and hearing from the word of god so we must be apt to hear and be teachable next afterwards we must follow instructions jesus told them on the 40th day now go back to jerusalem and wait for the promise he then tells them that they're going to receive power and then the Holy Spirit will come upon them and then they'll bear witness of him in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and, and the other most parts of the world. He gives instructions. It's very important that we be obedient to Jesus Christ, that we be obedient to the word of God, his logos, what God said. We always remember what God promised us. You promised me, Lord, that you would give me a husband and uh, I ain't even got a boyfriend. Lord, what happened to the promise? But when we gave our life to Christ, we promised that we would be diligent, that we would obey, that we would study to show ourselves approved. What happened to our end of the promise? We must follow instructions. Follow it to the T. The thing that I do like about the disciples, although they had many questions and many uh, issues with faith, they followed instructions. They were following instructions um, on Palm Sunday when he told them to go get a donkey and a colt. They were following instructions when he sent them two by two to go evangelize. So follow instructions. There's blessings in obedience. The Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. So after we listen for the word, have become hearers, we must be doers and follow the instructions. Then we must continue to do the will of the Lord as we're waiting. Still do what God has called you to do. Still go forth. Be great in God and walk in your purpose as you prepare for the promise. Uh, sometimes we worry so much like, man, it's been 15 years since he promised me that. I don't know if that's uh, going to come through. No, it. if he promised it to you, it's going to come through. Everything has a time and a season. And Jesus said it's not for us to know when. If you knew when all these seasons in your life would happen, you probably would never leave the house if you knew that you would be in that one car accident, that you would be in that one bad relationship, that you would get that terrible job that paid really good, you would make different moves. And sometimes you have to make the wrong moves in order to get the wisdom to stay and make the right moves. So we have to know the time and the season of our own knowledge. Because when we look back, 
that's when we get the revelation of wisdom and we get the lesson out of it. So we must continue to do what God has called us to do. As you're waiting for the promise, continue to fulfill your assignments for God. Continue to be devoted to him. Seek him. Read about him. Study the text. Ask the questions. Pray to him. Meditate on his word. There's so much that you can do. (laughs) Why are you waiting? Instead of worrying and complaining and getting frustrated and getting anxiety. No, don't open yourself up to any of that. While you are waiting, be bold in your beliefs in Jesus and, and work your faith. Show God that you trust him no matter how long it takes for the promise to be fulfilled. You'll continue to walk with him because you trust that he will fulfill the promise. And so... After we have continued in the work of the Lord, just as they did with electing a whole new disciple to be an apostle, they still were focused on the mission. Then you must continue to seek God, continue to seek him with prayer and supplication, with devotion, with um, helping others, showing charity and love to someone else. Uh, recently I'm going through a lot of my stuff so that I can give it to charity I have no use for it and I'm it's taking up space in my apartment and I need to downsize so I'm doing charity still continuing in the work of the Lord I believe that when God sees that you're faithful to him regardless that it helps speed up the promise. It makes the promise more better. It makes him want to put a cherry on top for you. Do you hear me? As we prepare, preparing for the promise, prepare with a spirit of expectation. Whatever it is that you're seeking from God, act like it's already done. That's that big faith, the bold faith, that uh, Hebrew boy kind of faith that even if he don't do it, he's still my God. And we have to prepare with the right spirit. We have Holy Spirit dwelling with us. He's the great host of this podcast, leading and guiding us throughout every episode and throughout every point of our lives. He discerns for us. He gives us our spiritual intelligence and our spiritual intuition. And we must learn to get to know him so that we can learn the gifts and the power that he has given us and and unlock more things. Okay, because, you know, the Bible tells us the spirit gives out the gifts as he sees fit. And if you get to know him a little better, you might get more than one talent. Okay, (laughs) I love y'all so much. I want you to be encouraged that it doesn't don't focus on how long you've been waiting. Just know that it's on the way. You track in the package and God is saying is right around the corner. Remember, his time is not our time. His ways ain't our ways. But just know the promise will always be fulfilled. If you need Jesus, you want Jesus. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the son of God whom he raised, thou shalt be saved. If you believe Jesus is Lord and Savior, say, I believe. And if you believe he died for you, rose, and he has all power, say, I believe. And if you believe that he's coming back one day to come get us up out of here, 
then say, I believe. You have been saved, and I want to be the first to tell you, welcome to the kingdom of God, and welcome to the fellowship. Feel free to reach out to me if you have made the declaration and proclamation of faith, and I can get you connected to a pastor in your community, or you can keep on rolling with me. I got my paperwork, (laughs) so you covered. We a mobile ministry. <laughs> okay. uh, I want you to check out the Facebook page. Um, if you haven't joined the private group, you missing out on Thirsty Thursdays and the lives that I've done today regarding Pentecost. So don't miss out. Come be an elite disciple. The ones that are the triple threat. You a hearer, a reader, and a doer. Come over to the private group on Facebook or check me out and be one of my Clubhouse Christians and find me on Clubhouse Evangelist Andy and join the group, The Fellowship of Disciples. That's where Thirsty Thursdays and Holy Hangovers go down on Clubhouse. Now, if on Facebook, every day is proper. <laughs> I got something going on every day uh, on Facebook. So like the page and then head over and get an invite to the private group and accept. Answer all the questions, even if your answer is, I don't know. I need to see where you're at so I can know how far I can launch you, okay? (laughs) I love you all with the love of the Lord. Go forth, be great in God, walk in your purpose, and watch out. For part two of Pentecost, which will be the upper room. All right.